The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin the Money Guy. I am Chris Creston, as always. Uh, you can always reach Kelvin on his cell phone at 416 416- Four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven plan. And don't forget about his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask k e l v i n dot c a. You can reach out to him there. You can listen to past shows there, and you can do a whole lot more there as well. That's askkelvin.ca. And uh, today we're going to be talking about. Life insurance, as you heard in the commercial that ran just after the news, we're going to be talking about critical illness insurance. Kelvin, how you doing? All right, how are things? Good, good. You know, getting uh, getting uh, sort of weirded out by the fact that it's starting to get cool now. The nights are getting cooler, and it's sort know. of got that CNE feeling in the air. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'm just sort of flashing back to closing down the CNE, walking to the Prince's Gates with yeah. my family, and thinking. Uh, I, I guess it's almost fall now. A lot has happened this year, <laughs> and it seems to have blown by. Uh, yeah, I can't believe the last weekend of uh, August, eh? And uh, you noticed every night uh, that the, it's getting darker and darker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's it's been it. I cannot believe it is the end of the summer, or the unofficial end of the summer. I know people always right. jump down your throat when, if you yeah. mention the end of the summer, but the unofficial end of the summer is always beginning of September, and it's uh, yeah. wrapping up here on August 30th. Well, hopefully, hopefully the weather continues and we can still golf and stuff into October and see what happens and go from there, right? Yeah, and so, patios yeah. can be open. And I know yeah. I noticed on patios, people have got a lot more of those propane heaters out. Right. And, you know, if you're going to have most of your customers outside for now, that's an, a great investment to make. You know, talking about your life and your money, if you've got a business yeah. and, yeah, and sure. you haven't procured some of those propane heaters yet, yeah. I think you should probably do it because there's probably going to be a run on them for those last-minute people looking for them. And plus, not to mention, I know people who bought them for their backyards. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, buy them for your backyard so you can enjoy the weather, right? So, anyhow, I got to, uh, when I was thinking about the topic for today, I got some uh, some queries about, you know, life insurance. And I got to thinking, we as financial advisors really talk to our clients about life insurance and critical illness. We talk about their money, about planning their retirement, about the markets, all that kind of stuff. And I think seldom do we talk about this stuff. And I don't know why. I think it's maybe because it's uh, one of those topics where we associate it with dying, maybe. And we talk right. about living, not dying, right? We want you to live to yes. your 19, to your 100, and make sure you have enough money. But what if something happens along the way? Health issues, dying, things like that. Then what do we do, right? And then when I got to researching about life insurance, what I find was life insurance is a pillar of financial planning. It's not just uh, about dying. You know, life insurance gives you a peace of mind knowing that, you know, if something was to happen to you or your spouse, you know, the whole family is looked after. But it's also a big thing for estate planning. How do we transfer wealth 
through our, um, you know, to the next generation, how do we protect our estate, things like that, which we'll get into a bit later. Uh, right, and that's a big part of investing, right? That you're trying yeah. to accrue wealth for yourself so that you can retire happily, retire right. comfortably, and you're also thinking about what you're going to be able to pass on to the next generation. Next generation, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really how wealthy people transfer their wealth, you know, it's through insurance. Um, Ted Rogers had one of the biggest policies when he died. And, and all of them, you know, you saved a lot of state taxes, capital gains tax, that kind of stuff down the road. So we have to kind of look at our lives and, and see, are we protected enough to transfer a wealth or make sure something happens premature that our wives and our husbands and kids are looked after? One thing I found about life insurance is most people that have it bought it from a friend or a family member or someone who whose kid went to school and got the life insurance, <laughs> uh, the license. And the first thing they teach you is go to your friends and family and sell them a life insurance. So I think many of us buy for the wrong reason. Right. And, We're trying to make sure that little Billy next door gets his commission on the life insurance sale yeah. rather than actually going out there and trying to find the best policy for you. Right. And then we look into it later on down the road when, the, when they meet their advisor or something, and we look at the insurance and go, well, uh, that's the wrong thing you got there. <laughs> and then the people don't want to cancel it because not that you should cancel it like for the moment, but they don't want to get rid of it because they don't want to offend, um, you know, the friend that they bought it from. So it's really, really bizarre how we, what we do. So it's really interesting, Kelvin. The people that I know who have life insurance who have got it at a young age are people right. who had kids and people who have businesses. And yeah. I feel like they're the people who are sort of the most, they all of a sudden, you know, you've got some kind of something bigger than you, something that's going to hopefully last longer than you. And then you start yeah. thinking about that and you start thinking about how am I going to get this going? And then to tell you the truth, I wouldn't know who, who to go to, where to go for yeah. life insurance. Yeah. And sometimes people don't know that their financial advisor is licensed to sell them insurance. And, and in fact, when sell them insurance, you shouldn't really buy insurance. Like insurance is usually sold to people, but it shouldn't be sold to them. It should be part of your financial plan. We always talk on the show about plans, right? So life insurance should be, and critical illness should be a part of your financial plan. Because, yeah, you save all this money, something happens, now you've got to dip into your savings, your RSPs, your TFSCs, whatever you, whatever you have to live. So there's, there's about six things when I see that why we should buy life insurance. One is that we always talk about it here on TV is to pay final expenses. And typically when you, when you see those commercials, it's always somebody in their late 60s, Seventies, you know, oh, buy ten thousand dollars of life insurance will cost you next to nothing. Don't do it that way, you know. Look, look at where you are in life today, and see, um, you know, is it what part of it was my financial plan? And so, don't mm -hmm. do it that way. Like I always say, always look at life as the opposite. Look at the right. end game. Like a stanza. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's so true. Look at the end game. It's like when we talk about retirement, I want so much money when I retire. Well, what do I have to do today so I can, when I get there, I don't have to worry about it. Same as life insurance, critical, any, any financial product that you may buy, mortgages, whatever. Always look at the end game, you know. 
and then work backwards and you'll you'll probably never go wrong so so one of the things is to pay final expenses and make sure you have enough for that type and that can be really expensive and you know you, when you see someone who's died earlier than you, they thought maybe before they're the age of those people in that commercial and then they mm-hmm. pass away and the family's looking around thinking well we oh wait he didn't have life insurance we don't have right. a plan we don't know how are we going we're going to go into debt so we can bury this guy like it's hard yeah. It's, yeah, and, and like I say, life insurance, I think why people don't talk about it too much is because we associate it that we're going to die. It's like a will. If I, I hear clients tell me, man, if I get a will, I think I'm going to die, so we don't do it. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. All we, yeah, it's all how we think, you know. So life insurance should, is one of those pillars that we uh, of financial planning. It's, it's one of the cornerstone of what we do. Um, another reason people buy this to cover child expenses. Um, you know, something was to happen, there's some money there. And insurance, you know, you have to look at the cost. The older you get, the more it's going to cost you, right? So if, if when you're in your 30s, in your 20s, actually, is when you should do it. But when we're in our 20s, we don't, we're going to live forever, right? So look at yeah, where you, yeah, look at where you are in your life. And God forbid a spouse passes, passes away, then what do we do? There's half of the income gone. So what do we do, right? Um, and you look at the way that we know about people's income and the way that, you know, how tight really things are. And uh, COVID-19 and the whole pandemic has really shown us you know, what happens if you lose one spouse's income when your you know, whole lifestyle was entirely predicated on making two incomes. Right. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I was reading a study in the U.S., and insurance sales have gone up. Both critical illness and life insurance sales have gone up. And I, and I don't know if, people, if maybe people are thinking, man, this COVID thing got me to thinking I better reevaluate my life insurance. If I have some, if I don't have some, what should I do? So I, don't, I haven't seen any studies here yet, but uh, in the States, it seems like it's gone up. And, and I think when you use some common sense, which we don't anymore, um, I think what's going to happen is, you know, premiums will probably go up, I think, in the next few years. So life insurance companies like banks have to make their money back. So the right. only way to do it is raise the prices of things. So if we're forward thinking, like I always say, um, you know, reevaluate insurance. So after the break, we'll chat about, you know, other things about what we need to do and prepare ourselves. Perfect. We'll continue this conversation with Kelvin, the money guy. If you want to get a hold of Kelvin, remember his phone number is 416-457-7526. You want to talk to him about money planning. You want to talk to him about planning for uh, the future. You want to talk about those insurance products that we're talking about here as well. 416-457-PLAN and his website is askkelvin.ca. A whole lot more here with your life, your money, with Kelvin the Money Guy here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. 
The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money with Chris Creston. That's me and Kelvin, the money guy. And we're talking today about insurance. We've been talking about life insurance. Don't forget, you can always reach out to Kelvin at askkelvin.ca. That's his website, Ask K E L V I N. .ca. I've got Kelvin's cell phone number. I'm going to give it out to you at the end of this segment as well. So stay tuned for that so that you can have that on hand for when you need to give Kelvin a call to talk to him about anything we're talking about here today, whether it's uh, investments or insurance or anything to do with your money life. Uh, that number coming to you at the end of the segment. Now, Kelvin, you know, we were just talking in the break. We're, we're talking about life insurance. We're going to be talking about uh, illness insurance later on in the hour and it, it's a tough topic to talk about it's you know it's not something that really like, like comes up a lot in conversation no. and in when it does it's almost really really quick hey do you have life insurance oh yeah sure I got, I got this but if you were talking about your investments or or the, the holy grail of conversations in Toronto real estate you could talk for hours about it and people talk about it as if they're complete experts and, and meanwhile maybe they bought one condo in their life but like life insurance is a tough conversation and maybe it's because it it feels like it's a sort of doom and gloom sort of conversation but it doesn't yeah. have to be it doesn't know well, you're right i mean it's like when you go for a beer and a buddy and you're talking about you hey how's your life insurance man <laughs> you right well that that exact thing actually happened to me on Friday. I'm sitting on the, my friend's front porch, a couple of guys having a beer, and it came up because they heard the commercial on Global News Radio mentioning right. that we're going to be talking about this today. And he said, oh, you're going to be talking about life insurance. Yeah, I got some of that. That was pretty much the whole conversation, right? Like, it, it, Meanwhile, like I said, like if we were talking about investments... We could the, the conversation would probably go on forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life insurance is so boring. It's the, it's something that we don't really talk about. And, and here's one thing I find: if you have a mortgage, okay, and maybe many people have mortgages, um, don't buy the mortgage insurance from the bank. Here's some reasons. Why is that? First of first of all, there's no there's nothing called mortgage insurance. It's it's like it's just a, a name that the bank came up with. It's really a life insurance. So if you have a mortgage insurance with the bank, please give me a call or talk to your advisor because you don't want it. Here's the reason why. When when you do a mortgage, a typical mortgage is a five year term, pretty much, right? So you will buy that mortgage insurance for five years. Well, in five years, mm-hmm. from now, if you haven't paid off the house, which most people don't. Well, you're mm-hmm. five years older, and now the insurance has gone up because you're five years older because it works on, on right. age. So that's the number one reason why you should get rid of Don't cancel it yet until you get insurance with somebody else. Like, never cancel life insurance until you have it somewhere else, okay? Right. Um, the second thing is when something has happened to you, the underwriting is done afterwards. So let's say, Chris, you bought a mortgage insurance, you and your wife, and something, God forbid, was to happen to you. Well, they're going to look at you uh, and say, well, you were a smoker, man. He never told us that. And guess what? Claims denied. So the underwriting is wow. after, not before. That's one of the second reasons why people should never buy a mortgage insurance through the bank. 
do it with your financial advisor. Uh, if you don't have one, give me a call. But yeah, don't don't do that. It's the it's the wrong way to go. So typically, if you were going to get life insurance, then you would be they would be doing that sort of research beforehand. Whereas, really, the bank is doing it backwards. They're backing into That's this right. whole thing because yeah, yeah. And and really, when you think about it, who's the bank when you buy it with them? Who are you really? Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you buying it? Who, who are you really insuring? Well, you're insuring the bank gets their money back. For example, right. let's say that's why they want to sell it to you. Yeah. So let's say you have a mortgage of I don't know three percent, right? And you have a, a mortgage of five hundred thousand, and one one of you die. Well, if you could take the five hundred thousand and invest it and get five percent, why would you take the money and pay down the mortgage at three percent? Doesn't make any sense. But when you do it through the mortgage way, to the bank way, well, that's exactly what's happening. So you have no options. Always do things where you have options. So if you have a mortgage insurance, please call your advisor or give me a call and let's redo it. But don't cancel it yet until you, you know, get insured somewhere else. Right. So that, that mortgage insurance is designed by the bank to make sure that they get paid. Right? right, which of course they're not going to lend you five hundred thousand dollars without trying to make sure that they get paid. But if you've got insurance somewhere else, then you can control that. You can control those payments. Well, think about it. Even during the pandemic, right? The um, the bank still makes a billion dollars a month. Even even we're in the pandemic. So how do you think they're making all, all this money? Is by all these little things that they do, and we fall into these traps. So always investigate things always look at you know where am i in my in my life where i what am i doing that kind of stuff you know again it comes down to planning so again if you have mortgage insurance at the bank i would say call your advisor and redo it with them somewhere right feels like a good time to give out your cell phone number if you need to reach out to kelvin if you don't have an advisor or you have or you need a second opinion on this that's 416 416- Four five seven seven five two six, and you can reach out to Kelvin anytime. That's four one six four five seven seven five two six, and his website askkelvin.ca. Go on, Kelvin. So there's there's different types of life insurance. There's whole life, term, you know. There's all kinds. There's all like everything in our industry. There's all these terminologies. You know, lifts, rifts, TFSDs, RSDs. Well, with insurance, it's the same thing. There's whole life. The two main type topics, types, I guess, is whole life and term. So when people buy a car, what kind of car that you typically want to get? You want to get a Cadillac when we're growing up or a Benz, right? <laughs> right, yeah, you, you want to get the fancy car. Yeah, so the fancy insurance, the Cadillac of insurance is the whole life. It's called the whole life where there's a lot of things built into it, tax, tax incentives when you die. Uh, cash value, got investments in it. It's got all kinds of stuff, like a fancy car. All the features, all the bells and whistles. Right. Now, some of us need it. Some of us don't need it. Some of us can afford it. Some of us can't. So it's it's like buying a car. you got to figure out where you are in your life, what you can afford, what you can't afford. The term insurance is more like the mortgage insurance, where you buy it for a specific term. So it could be I bought a boat and I need to, and I'm going to pay off within 10 years, so I need to buy an insurance in case I die, the boat, you know, or a mortgage for 20 years, 
So something like that. So term insurance is the cheapest one. It's like renting. You know, instead of buying, you're renting. You're renting the insurance for a specific time in your life. The Cadillac, the whole Right, life, so that's like when you've decided that you're, you know, driving to the beach, so you rent a convertible. So you don't have, you, it's not, you're not buying the Cadillac, but you might be renting right. a hot rod or something for the weekend. Yeah. Exactly. So like everything else, any, like any financial products, there's all different types. And what's suited for you, Chris, might not be suited for me and vice versa. That's why you need to sit down and have the conversation with your advisor or call me, like I said, and figure out where, what type do we need? Everyone needs to buy life insurance. I don't care who you are. Because um, one of these days, something's going to happen to us now or in the future, and we want to make sure our loved ones are protected. In fact, you know, it, we, like I say, we seldom talk about life insurance. Really, it's crazy. We, like, we as advisors go on about investments, like I say, taxes, that kind of stuff. But this is one of the things where we don't touch. And that's something that, you know, we've talked about in the past when we do talk about life insurance, Kelvin. You don't like the name of life insurance. No. Yeah. Right? Like, what is it that, What is it you call it? Uh, love. I call it love insurance. Because really, right. when you think about it, who are you buying it for? You're buying for somebody. Yeah, it's not for you. Yeah, you're buying, yeah, you're buying it for those, the, your loved ones. Yeah. So when you think about, and, and is it expensive? Is life insurance expensive? Well... It's all relative, you know, when and how much should I buy? Well, when, when, if you die, you think, man, I, should, I didn't buy enough. So life insurance is like any insurance, actually, car insurance, um, health, and any type of insurance is a waste of money until something happens. Then you're thinking, man, I should have bought more than that, right? Right. And so that's, that's what the problem is. So, I, you know... A good insurance or professional insurance agent or your financial advisor is the best people to talk about um, and, and, and someone that doesn't sell a product. It's like investment. You know, if you go to TD Bank, then they're going to send you to BMO and vice versa. So when you speak with an with a in, in insurance person, make sure that they don't work for one particular company. Make sure they can spread it out and do what's best for you, not bus west for them. Um, not that that happens all the time, but make sure that you investigate and you, you, know, you do that, your research, right? Um, so, and and it's, it goes for anything that you buy, you know, any type of investment products, make sure that the person you're dealing with is independent of any companies. You deal, you're free to deal with anyone. So, um, one thing people think about insurance is that it's a scam. I think we all grew up thinking, you know, insurance agents um, are like car salespeople and things like that, but it's not the fact. It's totally obvious. Right, you know what? I always think about like whether it's a, like a cartoon or you know what it is? Groundhog Day. You know the guy who's trying to sell him life insurance yeah, on the yeah. street, right? It's some fast-talking sales guy <laughs> who's trying to sell me more on insurance on top of the insurance I already have. He doesn't even know if I have insurance right. yet. And I think that that caricature, you know, the same way that a caricature of a car salesman has probably neg negatively affected that industry, yeah. that caricature of the life insurance salesman has really negatively affected that industry as well. 
and it, and it's all changed, you know, over these years. It's all changed. The insurance companies have, have stepped up to the plate and made better products for people. They've done things that we don't that most people don't even know about because we have that misconception about about life insurance. It's a scam. I'm going to pay all this money and they'll never get it back. And I think many of the times it's not the insurance company. I think many times is that it was it was sold to people. It was done. It wasn't. It was done wrong, you know. It was not to say that um, you know everybody does that, but it, it it was sold to them. It wasn't part of a plan of a financial plan for their lives. Right. So if you didn't go out there seeking it, you're not going to have the same experience. You know, you're not going to have a good experience with it because mm-hmm. really, you, if it was just sort of tacked on to something and you just bought it sort of from someone who came up to you, whether you said it yeah. was someone they know, family or friend, friend of the family, and then you you really don't know what it is that you got. And then when you needed it, you think, well, hey, that guy ripped me off. Well, you didn't really shop around for it and you didn't do any yeah. of your own research on it. Yeah, like I said from the beginning of the show, most people buy life insurance from a friend or a family member or someone that they know that just got their insurance license. And the insurance company that they work for say the best way to the prospect is go to your friends and family. And, of course, you're going to buy it from them and you don't know why you're buying it. So really have a look at your insurance. Go and pull out. I always say in these when we talk on the Sundays for investments, go and grab your statement. And see what your money is made up of. See what's inside there. Well, after the show, go and grab your insurance policy. In fact, many people, I bet you, that's listening, probably have no idea what their insurance policy is. It's something that they got and they don't know where it is. Go and grab it and review it and see, do I have a term? Do I have a whole life? Back then, they had universal. Like, what do I have? And why did I buy it? Did I buy it for... for a peace of mind that I buy for estate planning. You know, there's uh, like estate planning. People that have condos that bought um, rentals, one day you're going to have to pay the capital gains tax. So those people should buy, again, another type of insurance, a last to die. So what happens is if you have a capital gains of, say, 500000 I don't know, you know you're going to pay 200000 210000 of capital gains tax one day when the last spouse die, the last parent die, right? So why not buy a joint last-to-die insurance policy today for two hundred for yeah for 200000 knowing that you have to pay the 200000 the kids have to pay the tax, but the insurance company pays out to the kids. Life insurance is not taxable, so you cover your estate tax. So really do some thinking about that. You know, many people in their 60s and 70s have cottages that they bought for like, I don't know, 20 grand back way back when. And now it's 400,000. Mm-hmm. So it's tax liabilities. Yeah, or more. So there's many tax liabilities. So use life insurance as a tool, right? So life insurance is something that you should get, but use it as a tool to help you save taxes and plan your life. Um, which is important. The most important thing I think with insurance is critical illness. So maybe after the break, we'll have a chat about that. 
We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on the other side of the break here with your life, your money, because uh, critical illness insurance is one that I don't think a lot of people know the details on, and it's not something they've had a lot of experience with. The website is askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca, and you can call him anytime. Hey, he's a nice guy. We've been listening to him uh, talk here for the last half hour. If you've never heard the show before, and he's really approachable and a guy that you can ask some really honest questions to, and he's going to give you the straight goods. That's 416-457-7526. That's Kelvin, the money guy, cell phone number, 416 416- 457 plan. Give him a call for a second opinion. Give him a call if you don't have an advisor and you can find out more at askkelvin.ca. More on critical illness insurance on the other side of the break here with Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. I am Chris Creston and uh, we've been talking about life insurance and we're going to be talking about critical illness insurance. So stay tuned to that because that is a very important conversation and uh, Kelvin's going to be chatting with us about that in just a couple of minutes. But first I want to take a call. We've got Maria in Mississauga who's been waiting patiently on the line. You've got a question uh, for Calvin, the money guy. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey, thanks for calling. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Calvin, I'm a 60-year-old uh, single person. I'm working and I'm thinking of taking my CPP. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, and at 60, I called CPP office. They said uh, I will only get 331 a month if I start at age 60. Uh, But if I wait until 65, then, of course, the amount is higher. Uh, It was like 700 a month. Uh, So I have a mortgage of like 135,000. So I'm thinking, should I get it now? I continue working and put that money towards the mortgage? Um, Good question. You know, uh, first of all, that money you get is going to be taxable. So we have to look at your income and see, does that change your tax bracket? Also, you know, uh, if you have room in your, it's a really hard question to answer on the radio because there's so many things I need to know. Um, so I think what you what you should do is give me a call after, and okay. then we can talk. Because there's a lot of personal things I have to ask you that I'm sure you don't want to talk about on the air. Yeah. Okay. It's a good question though, and you're I, and you're on the right track, I think. But I need to know mm-hmm. a lot of things before I can give you a hundred percent yes answer. So call me off the air. Okay. And we can have that discussion. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, Maria. The number to reach Kelvin off the air is four one six four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven seven five two six. Very quickly, because I know we've got another question, and then you also want to get into the critical illness insurance. What are some of the things that she needs to consider uh, before making that? kind of decision like, well, that, how long she's been working which she, yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's a big difference from the 300 to the seven but yeah. she's got five years she's got five years um you know in front of her so if she has room in her rsp maybe she wants to take it put it in there use the tax deduction to help pay off the more a lot of little things that i need to know that's why i couldn't really answer that 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of different moving parts to something yeah. like that. And the number yeah. to reach, Kelvin, if you're in that similar position, uh, is 416-457-7526. We got another uh, call coming in. Uh, Brad from Keswick was asking, and he didn't want to stay on the air, but he wanted to ask this question. I think it's an important one. And he is 64 years old, and he's wondering right. if it's a good idea to buy life insurance. And if it's not a good idea, he wants to know, what's is there another way to try to you know pass something on and protect his loved ones once he goes once he's passed so so life insurance is the most and that's what i was trying to get to life insurance is the most efficient and cheapest way to pass your estate on to the next generation to your kids grandkids whatever he's 64 so it might be quite costly um depending on his health i don't know um brad so you know again Call me. We can have the discussion about your age. We can run some examples to see what's if it's good for you or not good for you. I have no idea because it depends on health and things like that. If it's how big the state is, we have no idea. So if Brad's still listening, tell him to call me. Right. So Brad, that number again: four one six four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven. Plan to reach Kelvin off the air. Thanks so much for the calls and for the questions and thanks everyone for listening now you know moving on from life insurance to critical illness insurance that's a another big topic and i think it's one that a lot of people don't really understand yeah so critical illness is not a new thing i think it started like 10 years maybe i don't know 15 years ago and again we don't talk about as financial advisors but it's really coming to the forefront now because now you know it's like one in three people that get cancer right so the critical illness is, uh, it's more, I think, in my opinion, it's more important than life insurance because it's for you, it's for the living. If there's 27 things that it covers, uh, the big three things is cancer, stroke, heart attack. So if you get one of those things, those three, it's probably not gonna kill you. Right. But it'll keep you off. You know, modern medicine has evolved to a certain point that yeah. now you know we are able to come up with cures for things and treatments for right. things and keep people alive for a lot longer, but it can still knock you down. Yeah. Well, think about it. If you're off work, they say a cancer will keep you off work for about six to eight months. So do you have enough money to pay your bills? Well, with the CERB thing, it's telling us, no, we don't. We don't have enough money. Yeah. So... If you get one of these things, um, how are you going to survive? If you have enough money, you don't need it. If you don't have enough money to cover you for six to eight months, you need to buy it. And we'll, after the break, we'll talk about how much you need and why you need it. Right? Right. More on that critical illness insurance and how much you need. And like Kelvin was saying, uh, all the, those sort of questions are going to be answered on the other side of the break here as we continue with your life, your money. Don't forget Kelvin's cell phone number, 416-457-7526. And that website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. More of your life, your money on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is your life, your money here with Kelvin, the money guy. You can call him anytime at 416 416- 
457-7526. Visit his website, askkelvin.ca. And we've been talking about uh, critical illness insurance, and that's something that I know not too many people. Actually, when I was sitting on my buddy's front porch having a beer on Friday, what, I was surprised in our very brief conversation about insurance. Right. Uh, one of my friends actually said that he does have that, and uh, and he, it was something that wasn't part of his consideration, I think, until he started his business. So, yeah, if you're a business owner, you need to get disability and critical illness and life insurance is so important. You know, critical illness is, I think, in my personal opinion, is very, very important for everyone. If you're under 45, you have to buy a critical illness insurance. And how much do you buy? You buy one time your income because, like we say, statistics says you'll be off work for six to eight months. So you buy one time your income, whatever your income may be. If in 20 years from now, you don't get the critical illness, you don't get the stroke, cancer, heart attack, the 27 things, you get all your money back. So what did it really cost you? Nothing, it's just a peace of mind is what it is. Yeah. So if you if you were to do that, then you know is is there sort of like a sweet spot in time where you should buy it, or is it just like so many other if insurance things? When you're younger, the better. Yes, if you're under forty five, you have to buy a quick. You know, it's not if I should buy one; is you have to buy one because as we get older and we move on, many people are getting stroke, cancer, heart attack. My mom, twelve years ago, passed away with cancer. She was sixty five. She didn't do anything to get cancer, like worked in these places and stuff. You don't know. We don't know anymore. So don't take it the chance. And how do I pay for this critical illness? Well, there's many ways to pay for it. Some people pay, take some money out of their RSP and pay for it. They pay a little bit of tax now. But if something was to happen, they get money tax-free. So let's say you bought a $100,000 critical illness. Something happens to you. You get a $100,000 check from the insurance company, no questions asked, and it's not taxable. So you can do whatever you wish with the money. If in 20 years from now nothing happens, you get all your premium back. So if you took some of the money out of your RSP to pay for the critical illness, in 20 years from now you didn't get it, you take the money and you put it back in the RSP. So you really didn't lose anything. So you really have to think about a lot of things. Maybe use your profits from your investments to pay for the critical illness. Because the only thing that's going to stop us from getting to our retirement and living our dream is health. Either we die or we get, I don't know, stroke, cancer, heart attack. So protect against those things. There's a lot of features that built into these critical illness, and the price will only be going up. In fact, in the States, I think they stopped selling the critical illness because it's a lost venture for the insurance company because too many people are getting cancer and they got to pay out. So they stopped it in some, some of the states. Will they do that here? We don't know. But common sense tells us that maybe it will. Yeah. Or at the very least, the costs will go up. Mm-hmm. And some people think that they get, you know, oh, I have a group insurance. I have a group plan at work, so I have the critical illness. Well, maybe you don't. And maybe it's not the type that you want. Um, you know, you don't get your money back. There's a lot, of, lot of, lot of features built into it, things like that. One of the features that's built into these critical illnesses is death doctors. So let's say you got a cancer that we have. Nobody in Canada can fix it. Well, you have access to the best doctors around the world. 
so you can find somebody around the world to help you fix it without any cost. So a lot of it's, you know, the time segment we have is too short to talk to, about all the features of critical illness. I suggest people that are listening pick up the phone and call their advisor and speak to them about the critical illness. And again, like I say, if you don't have one, call me. So it's really, really important, in my opinion, that we get it. I asked a couple of clients that had the critical illness um, insurance, you know, five, six years ago, and guess what? Uh, one of them had cancer, and she uh, collected $100,000 that helped her to do things, um, not necessarily to buy pills that she couldn't afford because she had a good uh, plan, but to take that trip to clear her mind, you know, to get a, to get a peace of mind, to just get away and chill. So it's so right, do. So much of trying to get over uh, uh, an illness like that can be, you know, making sure that you're relaxed and making sure, like stress, stress kills. They always say that, and yeah. and if you're stressed out, and you know, I I don't know anyone who's not anxious about something, about you know, exactly. and a lot of the time it comes down to money and an uncertain future. And one of the ways to make sure that you're not anxious about that is to just prepare for things and have a plan. The people who I know who aren't anxious have good plans and they know where sort of the things right. they've, they've got those boxes checked off and they know how they're going to take care of things in the future and you know insurance is a, is a way to sort of take that weight off your shoulders oh what happens exactly. if i get sick or then you do get sick and then you're wondering oh how am i going to make ends meet how am i right. going to that's only going to weigh on you and hurt your ability to get better it makes it worse yeah i mean if you're a 40 year old guy and guy a hundred thousand of critical illness I want to remember is about twenty seven hundred bucks, just shy of three thousand. And actually it's usually insurance is cheaper for women, like life insurance and guys and yep. car insurance is one that I know for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Critical illness is the opposite. It's more it's cheaper for guys than it is for women. I don't know why. It's bizarre. So when I started to do this research for these shows, I find all these interesting things that I never knew. And one thing I found is everybody, anybody that's under 45, go and get yourself a critical illness. And find, if you can't afford it, fund it from your RSP if you have to, because you're going to get all your money back one day. You have nothing to lose. So um, think about it. You know, Pick up the phone and call me. Call your advisor. Get it going, because you should do it. And the number to reach Kelvin off the air, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Don't forget these shows get posted up online as well as a podcast. So if you want to share it with friends or family members, you can nudge them in the right direction. That's a way to do that. AskKelvin.ca is the website. That's askkelvin.ca. Kelvin, have yourself a great week, and we'll talk to you again really soon. Great. Good. Thank you so much, Kelvin, for the great financial advice. And thank you all for listening here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.